Have you got your beer? Yes. I do. I have a coaster. Are you, are you happy with the way you look? I don't think I've ever been happy with the way I look, but um, It'll do. you can't make a silk purse out of a sales ear, as they say. That's a saying. That is a saying, which I've just said. Sayings, do you know? Um, what's your favourite saying? Uh, what's my favourite saying? Is um, a man who goes to sleep with a itchy bum will wake up with a smelly finger. <laughs> That's my favourite <laughs> saying. I can honestly say I've never heard that one. It's my favourite saying. It's yeah. a new one for me. Yeah, well, well, you can take that one with you. Okay. It's more like a proverb. Okay. <laughs> a lot of yeah. those things have like a cool origin story. Like I wonder, I wonder what the origin story of that one is. Just an Irish person who thought it was funny. <laughs> I, think, I think that's probably it. I'd say. Yeah. Right. Oh. Rugby. Rugby, Mark. Episode six. I'm over here. Your place again. Here we are, and you've been here since our last podcast. Uh, Not actually on a rugby. On a social point. visit. Social visit. A family visit, even. Indeed, the whole whanos got together. Absolutely. That's did, right. And then there did happen happen to be like another sixteen other families here at the same. Yeah, time. it wasn't that intimate. It but wasn't particularly intimate. Yeah. I met your brothers. Yes, and they spoke very highly. <laughs> <didn't> they? <laughs> they said basically, what you see is what you get. <laughs> It's not an act. You're genuine. It's not an act. Yeah, this yeah. is it. This is this is very yeah. much. But I'm pleased to hear that they actually listen to the podcast. Yes, so on Google Podcasts or maybe Spotify, whatever their podcast. Or the radio, or whatever. However, they get their podcast. Have you said Spotify? So, so, Simon and Matthew, go f- yourselves. <laughs> I, I enjoyed meeting you guys. Yeah, it's nice to, It's always great to see my brothers. Yes. I don't know how I... I don't think I could have ever complimented either of my brothers. Okay. But we love each other, you know? As brothers do. As brothers my brother's do. a nice guy. Rugby. Yes, rugby. You tried to start with that. There's a World Cup going on. We're six games in. Yes, and six pretty bloody good games. High scoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed it. How are you finding the women's game? Because I know, I, like, I've only been kind of loosely following it for a couple of years. And I say loosely, like, pretty loosely. I've watched two women's Six Nations. Yeah. And I've seen a few Black Ferns tests. But um, I'm still at the point where I could I could bump into an international women's player on the street and probably not Cox recognize Edge. them. I, 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 w- I would know Cox Edge. I would know, I would know the big, Ruby like, Tui. yeah, all the backs. Like, if I yeah. saw one of the props, I, I, I may not. I yeah. may not recognize them. I'm just trying to think of more of their names, and now I can't remember any of them. So right. it's going to be a great podcast. Yeah. But can I be honest with you? It hits different when it's a World Cup. That's like, true. when everything's on the line, the, the incredible amount of passion, like, every anthem has just been really emotive. Yeah. And, 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 and like, even if you're like, I was watching the Scotland-Wales game yesterday. Yeah. That was a it, cracker. It was a great game. We can get into it. But it just, every time there was a turnover, they were celebrating like they won the flipping game yeah. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. freaking balls unplayable <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like whoa yeah, it's just turn it up, was, but yeah, and yeah. That, that game had a bit of fizz and pop to it yeah. first woman's game I've seen had a little scuffle is that right yeah and I was like oh, straight away I was like That's jelly funny. wrestling let's do this <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding but it was great I've loved every game and I found um, the woman to be so so passionate and that brings it all to life because that's what you want to see in in these games but the other exciting thing for me as someone who's really just coming into it is the english team are giving us a little peek 
at what professional women's rugby could, could be. be yeah. Because the it almost feels like there are teams that are playing pre-1990, like just to compare it to the man's game for a yep. second, pre-94 teams and post-96 teams, there's, essentially. There's a, a big gulf in the teams yeah. who've... There's a, a bunch, there's a couple, I think, in France and England who've been genuinely professional for a while. They play yeah. like both their national team and their, their local club competition is professional. Yeah. Then there's teams like the Black Ferns who maybe used to get by a bit on talent and then have recently realized when they got a couple of hidings last year yeah we are behind the eight ball and i think i think that's what's happening with the likes of wales and scotland and whatnot they're starting to get some players in professionally yeah and then there's the teams who just still are amateurs i don't yeah. know like the the states i'm pretty sure their national team is still fully amateur but they've got yeah. some girls who are playing in the yeah. english league yeah. so it's, it's a real mixed bag yeah it's an exciting time i think that we could really be witnessing a big turning point and like anyone who isn't watching start watching like yeah. it's super entertaining like there are times like there are a couple of times i remember i was watching that first game of the french and the south, south africans. africans and the south africans were playing their bloody hearts out yeah but they're just not a good they're just not that great in yeah. terms though there were some seriously powerful athletes out there like yeah. a lot of women look like serena williams and i was like geez these guys with a bit of training and a bit yeah. of fitness they could be legit but you know just like the handling and stuff and i was and I was feeling, a, I was loving the passion. I was loving just love seeing what the they were doing and how they were playing in terms of their heart. But I was like, I just want this game to go for more than two phases, right? Before I fumbling. And then I was like, uh, just feeling a little bit cynical about the game. Yeah. But there have been a lot of a lot of great sequences. We're circling back to that South, no, the um, Wales Scotland game. Yeah. Twenty phases at the end of that game for that penalty. That penalty. And yeah. they were just going in between the forty and the twenty-two yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, time, yeah. Yeah. like. It was great defense as well. I really felt for the Scots. Scots. They'd only just got back into it with like a, a 79th like try. The Scots, why don't we talk about that? Because it was the best game, I reckon. Like, <laughs> I, I would notice that. Again, taking it back to when I would look, I, I would watch the women's Six Nations, right? And you would have England and France. Yeah. And I would know whoever they're playing, unless they're playing each other, it's probably going to be a bit of a lopsided affair. Yeah, and then whichever right. was the other game, that was like the game of the week. Like, was it yeah, Italy, Ireland? Right. Or was it Scotland, Wales? Like, that was always the game where the other the other four teams are pretty, happen, they're pretty evenly matched. Because it kind of sucks going into a game knowing who's going to win. Yeah, and that's yeah. pretty much what it's been with England and France and the Women's Six Nations, the two years that I've watched it. Yeah. I mean, I think both those years, that was the final round, like yeah. England against France. It's almost like a final. Everything yeah. else is just kind of leading up to it which which kind of sucks in terms of uh, like you say it's not that uh, edge of your seat stuff when you know like okay is this yeah. going to be 20 points or 40 points but you know like, they win. push them to 12 points and they're like oh that was tight yeah exactly but i love that first half of the england versus fiji, fiji. and the fiji is like oh my god athletes out there yeah my god and they also showed that if you're brave enough and you're good enough there are frailties there with the English for sure like if you're like it's, it was really interesting to see that the teams even though they're women's rugby they all fit into the general stereotypes of, I had the, about, the Fijians, of, like, of the Fijians of the Fijians of the English of yeah, all yeah, those yeah. different teams probably the, not the South Africans but all even, even New Zealand teams we yeah. fit into the the stereotypical rugby culture thing yeah, yeah because yeah. with the English if you if they play really structured play and they know exactly what they're going to do they're going to give you they're going to punish you yeah but one thing that can be the anecdote to that is playing unstructured play, throwing it about from yeah. inside your 22, yeah. like throwing things at them, throwing shapes at them they're yeah. not interested in seeing, like having just ridiculous flair, yeah. like stuff that's was... just... 
insane. But then they just, you know, their heads went down. They lost the fitness. And yeah. it was all over. But that first half, when he's scoring that second try, I'm up off the couch. Man. I know. That's what just, I didn't expect. That. And they scored what, like 19 points? I think. Yeah. That's I, that's more than any of the other teams scored against England yeah. in the Six Nations this year. Well, like, what was it? 14, 24 at half time. Yeah. They're in that. Flipping yeah, game. That's a game. I and was then sitting there. I happens. was dreaming. I was dreaming the dream. <laughs> I really was. And then like, maybe do this. And then ten minutes into the second half, I was like, bang, better, bang, bang. I was like, better cook dinner for Maddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, we know which way this is going. Yeah, but I thoroughly enjoyed all of those games. I really every game like, I the only one that I didn't haven't caught. I've only just seen the highlights. Was the Italy USA game? That was just, a weird just, game. I watched the majority of that game. And the American Fords, at one point, literally with a scrum, the Italian props were lifted off the ground. They absolutely got as monstered oh, as you've wow. ever seen a scrum yeah. get monstered. But, yeah, they the Italian defense, like you said, with like the turnovers, and yeah. they just kept getting it in the same deal. Yeah. Like every time they would get a turnover, like they were <sighs> screaming in the American spaces, like, yeah, yeah, you may have got us like under everything else, but you just can't score. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was really beautiful. And then their backs like kind of unleashed in the second half to take the game away from the Americans. So that was like that along with the uh, the Welsh and Scottish yeah. game. Those were the games of the round. And like when I looked at the round, I was like, right, France is going to beat South Africa. England's going to beat Fiji. New Zealand never lost to the Aussies, so they should win that one. Although that one had, a, we'll get to that one, oh, but it had a bit of a hiccup at the my start. My balls like, were firmly in my mouth. Canada's going to beat Japan, but then the last two, yeah, Italy, USA, and Wales, Scotland, on paper looked to be the yeah. closest ones, and they ended up being that way. But yeah, there was like you said, the I Fiji reckon one. there's a, I think there's an upset in this tournament. Somewhere in the, because pressure is a funny thing, to, it does funny thing to people. Big moments do funny things to other people where they get up. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, obviously that, that Fiji game, like, the Fijians looked seriously competitive for that yeah. first half. Like They're only a relatively inexperienced team as yeah. well. I think they've only played, it's a really small number of yeah. internationals ever. Kendrick Coxie just basically played more test matches than, Fiji. than, than pretty much every other team yeah, there yeah, other yeah, than, yeah. like... The, the big ones in Europe. Yeah. Like, it's it's mental stuff. Yeah, it's been good. It's been a really good start. But it could be great for the future. Like, women's rugby could is legit entertaining. Yeah, it for sure. It really is. It's very fast. It's very, very fast. Like, there's not so much sort of tactical kicking. There's a lot know? less kicking. I'm not sure why that is. There's more rugby. Yeah. And there's more rugby. But, yeah, because it's... Uh, they they can't get as much distance with the boot. That that's made... one thing I noticed was the... Uh, the goal kicking, kicking. Goal yeah, kicking yeah, is yeah. So There's the odd one that can really hoof it, like the Italian goal kicker. She can she can slot them from the sideline pretty comfortably with a bit of distance to spare. Yeah, but there's right. some who from the sideline kind of you know, they struggle with the legs. A lot of them are just falling short when they they yeah. really have to get it clean yeah, yeah, to yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a bit of debate about whether they should be. You using know what you do with debate? Catch the fish. <laughs> I thought you were going to make some kind of quip about debating maths. No, no, masturbator. You see what you're talking about? That's a primary school joke. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Sorry, um, what's, um, the, what's there been the debate about? Should they use a smaller ball? Because, I mean, like, if you're playing age grade rugby, they have a ball, which is, you know, just like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's one that the players and coaches have legit fallen on different sides of. Some of the girls have said, like, I could definitely offload the ball a lot better if it was mm. a size smaller. Others are like, the physics are going to change. You know, you may not be able to kick it as far if the ball but was... We give 12-year-olds full-size rugby balls. Is that when they go full-size? Yeah, well, like... I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, when I played at school, they were always full-size rugby really? balls. 
Yeah, like she... when I played secondary school. Oh, like you had one job. <laughs> Tap it. Tap it. Um, I don't ever really remember playing with small balls. Actually, I do, but that's a different story. Um, yes. Um, Lost a train of thought. <laughs> Stuck on small balls. No, I... You remember playing... Because I played JB, JB8 all the way through to... There's one size school. which is like the one size down from a full size one, which I feel like was the one floating around a lot around school, but I don't remember. It's a long time ago. I think... No, I reckon... Because my first grade was sixth grade at school. Right. And that was third form. Because before that, you're playing club all the way up to third form. Okay. I think we were playing yeah. full size Like balls. I said, there's, there's, there's no right but or wrong... Right. Like, there's yeah, no there's right or wrong ball. answer to it. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's just the question that kind of comes up every now and again. How do you feel about small balls? Tell us in the comments below. Is it easier to offload a small ball? What do you like to do with your small balls? You can kick a small ball, but will it travel as far? It's quite painful. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm very, I'm very, very immature. But yeah, maybe that is a factor with the less goal kicker, with the less kind of kicking for, for field position, because it, that doesn't have the legs, you're better off keeping ball in mm. hand. I don't know. Yeah, well, I like it. I, I really, really did enjoy it. And I think if we can get all those other teams up to that level of England, like that can be like your sort of benchmark for a professional yeah, team. for sure. You know, within 10 years, then we've got a hell of a sport. That's right. We and really I mean, do. at the grassroots level, it's it's certainly growing a lot faster than the men's game. Like yeah. The men's numbers are kind of always down year on year. Clubs that used to have like a, you know, a, a, a proper seniors team and then like a, a second 15 or a third 15. Head injuries, man. Yeah. That's yeah. A, and parents not wanting their kids to play. I mean, they, they do all kinds of things to um, yeah, to encourage parents to get their kids into the game, like having ripper instead of full tackle yeah. and whatnot. But women's game, the numbers are, are growing year on year. I mean, yeah. they've got a lower uh, you know baseline yeah. to build from, but still, it's, it's growing. And you gotta you got to pay give credit where credit's due, like the likes of Spark and the press that it's getting and stuff, because you and I are in the game of trying to get eyeballs, but they're also in the game of trying to get eyeballs sure. and trying to get supporters and all that sort of thing. So they must be... It's sad. The sad fact of the matter is, whenever you do a, a woman's video, it's it's a little bit lower on views, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. And that's got to be the same with you know the TV ratings and all that sort of oh, jazz at this stage. But on the off side of that is, it is actually building the game mm -hmm. slowly but surely. And if we can't keep on giving it more and more eyeballs, more and more attention, as I said before, if you're not watching it, mm. you should be. It's yeah. Flipping entertaining. It's been great to watch so far. Yeah, it's been just, just that, like, you know, watching UIC, watching Premiership, it's great. These incredible athletes and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Big, powerful moments and stuff. But these are... It's just something about a World Cup, man. Yeah, but these are professional athletes who are just like, you know, I want to have a good game for my career, all that sort of stuff. They might feel passionate about their franchise, their team, or yeah. whatever. But it's another week a lot of the time for That's a lot true. of these blokes. But That's your job. Yeah, 100%. For, the, for these athletes, it's the biggest moment of their lives. That's right. And they're not only overcoming, you know, that massive mountain to, you know, end up on a representative team. They're doing it in a sport that is so wildly male-dominated. That's right. And they're finally getting a bit of recognition and it all is coming into this massive sort of climax at the moment where I really hope this is sort of women's rugby's 1987. Right. You know, where, like, everyone kind of stood up and was like, shit, the World Cup's a bit of a big, big deal. Because yeah. I think the last World Cup... I was aware of the final. Right. I heard Maybe, about the final. Yeah, I me think, as well. I think I watched highlights of the final. Probably. Yeah, it's a I wee think, while ago I think now. that was it. But I didn't. I didn't, was not psyched, hyped, mm. didn't follow it. Barely knew it was on. There's been time. more build-up for it. I mean, maybe because it's in New Zealand, we're getting yeah. more build-up of it. But certainly over here, there's there's a lot more press about it than there has been of any other 
women and i think part of that is also getting some of the personalities like i don't know what it's like in other countries like if the mm. if the english players are on like tv much but like they're promoting like the characters like ruby tui is a real she's a darling she's a darling she's a, yeah. she's good in front of the camera and that talent like the cheers for her are huge because everyone knows her it's like yeah. if you go to a blues game a lot of people are, yeah if you're a casual fan you kind of just show up to the game they don't know who a lot of the players are but they know the all blacks like if yeah. rico gets the ball yeah. they cheer about harder you know yeah, what i mean yeah, but yeah. it's the same with the black ferns i think ronnie, the, they know ronnie clark more than they know like whoever's you know playing blindside yeah, yeah yeah which is usually a kira they probably yeah, they probably know a kira kira um ginger tom robinson oh yeah yeah i like him he's a good player can't get in the all blacks though no Mm, we'll get to like the squad. I do want to talk yes. about the squad at yes. some stage. Can we talk about that the game where I was absolutely breaking it? Like I, this is when I for me like I was in, I enjoyed the Fiji England game. Yeah. I enjoyed the France game. I really enjoyed seeing what South Africa the, the heart they had because they were just wildly outclassed. And the oh, French played like the French. They uh, yes. we will uh, play for the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes. You know, like stereotypical. The, yeah, yeah. So, so stereotypical. Um, and, as, as, but, but like, when that, I've got a theory, I've got a theory, and it's more to do with the rugby league Kiwis than it is to do with, um, the All Blacks, but it is relevant to a hucker. Okay. Because when the Kiwis, the Kiwis do some incredible huckers, like mm-hmm. better than the All Blacks a lot of the time, right. because they've got some legit powerhouses in terms of cover hucker and stuff, right. like Isaac Luke used to be amazing. Okay. And they used to get a bit more elaborate and okay. do some stuff. And I would always get nervous. Like, if the hucker was incredible, I'd be like, oh, God, this has been, been a long night. They're just, they're overdone. <laughs> and like, and it often is a long night okay. with the Kiwis because they're playing right. the, the Kangaroos, which yeah. they're an incredible team in league. But I was like, because that was, that hucker. Yeah. Like, for those of you who don't live in New Zealand, like, in terms of kappa haka performances, usually the woman, like, sing a lovely little song and they have the poise and they do the thing and yeah. it's very nice. But then the men come on and, like, power through the back and do yeah. a big haka and that's when everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. But that haka, man, that was powerful. Yeah. It was still feminine. It was, yeah. like, intense. It was, you could see it written all over them how important it was. Man, some serious eyeballs going yeah. on. Like, and then they shot like, 17 points. Oh, I know, exactly. And I was and So I, your logic was I there. was like, oh, their hucker's too good. <laughs> <laughs> their hucker was too good. Right. And, like, they, they, and then they just shat the bed. Like, yeah. they didn't turn up. The yeah. occasion got to them. It was all them. the Aussies. Yeah, the Aussies just came out. And, like, biggest moment in their careers, all of them, like, they've been fighting forever. None of them would have played in front of a crowd like that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, not quite. A, a, um, a great crowd. Fantastic yes. crowd. But not what I would call a sellout. Yeah, not what I would call a sellout. I would call that a great Eden, crowd. Eden Park's got those three rungs. Like the bottom the bottom area you can you buy. You looked at the terraces. The terraces also had big blanky spaces. Right. And but the corporate seats were largely empty. That'll be ones where it's like... I think a lot of... I think a lot of tickets were sort of saying I think they're allocated like you know yeah. they give a, one of the sponsors like I don't know Rebel Sport or something 500 tickets I was a, little, I was a bit gutted because I was um, I thought about it the uh, the day I was like oh, what would it like to have rocked up right you know to go sell door sales but I was like oh it's sold out I, yeah, I won't yeah. make plans or anything like that so there would have been maybe 5,000 people like me who would have mm. like you would have gone if, if you'd known you could just rock up could you rock up it would have been silly so. <laughs> they, they were saying it's sold out I, can I just take one of those many thousand seats that no one's sitting in? Yeah, no. 
Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But you know what was amazing? Like, they, they totally bottled it. The Aussies, fear play to them. They yeah. turned up and they were like, it could not have got a better start. Yeah, man. Absolutely could Tarita not have got those couple of tries. Was... She made our fullback. What's her name? Holmes. She skinned her twice. Yes. She fended her once. Yes. Stepped her another time. She like, was brutal. very, very good. Brutal. Very good. Um, but... And like, who was the the number eleven for the Aussies as well? She, he, oh she yeah, Wong, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she um, yeah. pretty pounced that loose ball. Yeah, and it was just all that was going their way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And like then, that 50, 20, 20, 50, yeah, 22 yeah, yeah. That happened. I think they started to tire. I was shitting myself. I don't think the Aussies are, f- are professional. I think their league started to go. I think that's where the almost twelve months of professional contracts for the Blackford starts to kick in. Is it rude of me to say that basically? Um, the Wallaroos look like a team of expat Kiwis in a lot of cases. Yes. Like, that is rude to say. Definitely. How dare you? How dare you? There are a lot of Māori girls who are playing in the, like, on the other How side. How many millions of Kiwis are in Australia? Yeah, because that's what I mean. Like, who... It must have, they might have had a little bit of a community start there, yada, yada. I bet there's a lot of... Might be. Kiwi people. That's completely unsubstantiated. Yeah. There's no... This is a... You know, two cents, you went to have the stats. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't do a uh, country of origin video for this? No, one? I didn't. No, I would imagine most of the players are homegrown. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, probably. Jinx. Oh dear. No, but a hell of a game, and then so seventeen straight points, and then forty-one unanswered. Yeah, the black friends just kind of turned up. up. Yeah, basically, Woodman kind of cruises to to three tries. It's so. a quiet game for three tries, but she just. She, I love how with her you're just like she's not passing it. Like I haven't watched yeah. that much women's rugby. When I see her get the ball, I'm like yeah, she's just gonna go. But also she's she's Joan Lomu. Like yeah, why would she pass it? It's just like when Joan she doesn't she doesn't look like Joan Lomu. Like she she looks like any other player out there. She's she's know, just powerful. Yeah, she's but ridiculous. she's just got that feeling of like oh she's got the ball. She's ridiculous. That's a try. Yeah, basically like two on one, one on yeah, one. She's gonna find a way. She's yeah. ridiculous. And Ruby Tilly played bloody well as she well. She's everywhere. Yeah, work rate. Yeah. And it looked a little bit professional. Okay, we spend how much time on the women's rec game right now? I want to ask you one question. Mm. Can anyone... Okay, two questions. Can anyone beat the English? Yes. Can the Black Ferns beat the English? Yes, they can. <clears throat> but... I mean, I don't think the Black Ferns mauled it once. And like, no. you saw you saw the English game against Fiji. Like that, oh, yeah. that's going to be a test. I haven't worked out how the draw's going to work. I think if the Black Ferns got Canada, that would be a nice test. Because Canada scored like three more tries against the Japanese. Yeah. Like, I think that'd be the ultimate kind of easing into... Um, so, so who do we get? So I it's just remember. a semi-final final. There's no quarters. I think so. I, there's only... I haven't checked the possible permutations on the draw, but yeah. So there's two... Two um, pools, isn't There's it? three pools, A, B, and C. Okay. Yeah. We need a diagram. <laughs> Is there quarterfinals? Is it top two from each pool yeah. go through and then... We need to know this stuff. We should know this stuff. We shouldn't be asking this stuff. Yeah. I might put a graphic. This is how it's going to work. Clearly. Okay, so, but uh, who are we got on our side of the pool? Do you no, know don't, that? Don't, don't, don't ask me this. Don't ask me <laughs> you this. You need to know. I don't even know what it is for the men's one. I don't even know what it is for the men's one. You're two cents rugby. Yeah, but you will know on the I men's know, one. Like this, during the tournament, you'll be like, freaking, if so-and-so has yeah. wheat bricks on the third day, then freaking, he's going to yeah. like. 
get a yellow Part of the card. reason I haven't looked into it is because I'm pretty confident like the final is going to be England, France or England, New Zealand or France, New Zealand. Like there's only... Can Canada do a sneaky? Can they? I think so, but spoil anyone's party. I mean, we beat them in the Pacific Fours, so I would still. I think Canada's a maybe a, at best a dark horse. I think it's probably New Zealand. It's probably England, New Zealand, France. Dark maybe pony. in that order. Did you say dark pony in the women's game? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. The old dark pony. I heard Carl Tanana use the phrase "big unit." Yes. So, oh boy, there were some big units. You, you can use no, big hey, unit. Hey, no, apparently you can't. You know what? Another difference: stats on women's on the women's game when they do the play. They don't have the weights. Don't have the weights. Never ask a woman's weight, bro. That's it's rugby. Weights are important. Yeah, but they're women. But it's like even if it's like the you the, ask a hundred and thirty kilo Fijian prop what their weight is. See what they tell you. Oh man, she was a big girl. Big unit. And she... I love she, it. I loved it too. And she was actually one of the reasons they got stable ball and right. got off the set piece. Yeah. I don't know what happened the second... Honestly, mm. I started cooking and uh, I turned the TV off when we were eating dinner. Yeah, daytime stuff. games are, are cool because it's like something you can I do during hammered. the day. But I got hammered that day. I had kids running around. I did so well. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, I didn't get hammered with... The, uh, with Parenting with Tony. <laughs> I was it's drinking. daytime. This rugby I to, on. I, I got hammered. I tried to get her to watch a little bit. And she was like, I said, oh, there are girls playing. She said, oh, really? Yeah. And then they lasted about, um, I'd say, 70 seconds. Okay. Bang, which was okay. And then, but I, I kept on watching. I was just having a couple of beers, a couple of beers. And then once she went to bed, I started stress drinking. Okay. When I started, when the when Australian the were down the points, yeah. So stress drinking. I was, I think I texted you. I was tweeting with you. We were like messaging on Twitter. Oh, right. I think I was hammered at the end of the night. I was like, when you meet him, medium motherfucker, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get media passes. We're not getting media passes. No, we're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a, it was a great freaking back to back rugby. Yeah. I was really worried that I was going to find it absolutely tedious and hard to watch I've watched enough women's rugby to know that it's not going to be tedious because it's just generally faster yeah because there's less there's less faffing about and like if you've never watched women's rugby this is the time to start watching it like this because they this is the biggest moments of these girls lives this matters more than any players care who are playing in the URC or Mm. the premiership or wherever else way more than probably most of the northern tour to these mm. players, this is the be all end all. This is their moment. This yeah. is as big as it freaking gets. So, yeah. watch it. France, England this week. Woo. That's going to be massive. Yeah, that's, I think that's the that's the game of the week. There's a few others that are, are looking all right, but that one that's that's massive. I think England are going to wipe the floor with them if that France team turns doesn't. Up. If they if they but, are like what they played against South Africa, can the French do what the French do and they just they do could? It. That's the thing. They, they when was that time they beat the English though? England are like 26 games in a row or something stupid, so... What other games this weekend are looking of, of interest? I mean, the Black Friends are playing Wales, Wales, so... Down in Waitakere? Yes. Should we go? I think tickets are sold out. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah, the other game, the other weekend at Waitakere where the Black Friends aren't playing, it's like $5 a ticket. As, what, did, what does it take over there? 7000 or something? What? I don't even know. It's not a big place. It's not a big place. It's got a running track around it. Yeah. My son's played there. Oh. They blame the kid. They lost. Yeah. They often lose though, your son, do not they? Not that not that he's rubbish, but No, but the, the, you've the, told the, it on you sit on your yeah. live stream that they often lose. They often lose. Yeah, right. 
they had enough sign-ups that they put all the new kids in one team and my son was in the team with all the new kids, so... Yeah, it's the other kids, not... not it's not my son. He's a nice guy, your kid. Is it? Nice guy. I really thought he was lovely, actually. Okay. He chats, he, like, he's engaging. Like, a lot of time you meet a six-year-old and they just, like, right. hide behind their, their parents' Can leads. Can talk to you? Yeah, we, we, we had a couple of high-fives. Okay. You know? Nice. He said to me, he, before he left, he said, by the way, Jones... Your missus is way, way out of your league. <laughs> Smart kid. Yeah, he did. He said, what'd you do to get him? <laughs> He's onto it. Exactly. Then he, then he gave me a little <laughs> nut shot. <laughs> He'd been hanging out with your brothers. Yeah, they? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave him a couple of beers. Yeah. Oh. But you know, it's been good. It's been a good start to the tournament. A hell of a start. So there's that game, the Welsh, the Kiwis. Aussies are playing the... Scots, Scots are going to be really, really, yeah. really interesting. They have to win. That's a must-win game for both sides, I think, yeah. because they both lost the opener. You can't yeah. usually lose two, but it depends on how the draw works, and I can't remember. Yeah. No, yeah. you can't usually, but the French usually manage to lose one or two and make finals. Yeah, they do that. That's only the French, though. And the Irish aren't. I was wondering... No, the, the Irish aren't. The, they didn't qualify. But they're also in the process, I think, of getting some players professional. But they've also got this weird mix where they are... Like, a lot of their players play sevens and fifteens. They're still kind of in that place where they're just like... Well, we've got women who play rugby. Let's yeah. just put them in whatever team. Right, like, right. You know, ideally you get players... I know we've got in the Black Ferns a few who kind of, you know, do both. But generally, by this point, you want players who are specialised. Sure. 15s or 7s because just different it's games. A different sport, yeah. essentially. So. I mean, I think the Canadians at the last World Cup, they had a few guys, the men's World Cup, who yeah. um, who came over from 7s and you could see them like, oh shit, there's no space, yeah. there's no space, I'm getting yeah. smashed after like, you know, just getting the ball past. Like, a real, real, and a real rock. Yeah, real basically, yeah. yeah. So it's just different. Yeah, it's totally different, yeah. But yeah, that's the Women's World Cup. And yeah. So far, so good. Bloody great. Loving it, loving it, loving it. What did you think of the um, All Black squad? It's pretty same-samey. There's not a lot going on. Braden Enor was the only guy I was like, oh, still in there. Yeah, he's still yeah. floating about. Yeah. Um, they've got ALB back in. Yeah. He's the kind of the one name who's, yeah, he's been injured for so long, but he's he's been named in basically on his reputation. And um, the midfield cross of you got, RTS is still there. And he's been getting played at wing a little bit yeah. for Auckland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's maybe going to become the utility guy, maybe? That's right. I saw Foster saying that on the the breakdown. Okay. Um, I didn't watch the breakdown this I week. Watched, I watched the breakdown. Caught up. Well, who was a different panel this week. Was it? Yeah, not the usuals. Who was on? JK. JK. And uh, two white guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, two white guys one of them you kind of know and then both of them played rugby how's that two white guys who play rugby not Stephen Bates yeah it might have been Stephen Bates he often, he's often one of the and standards. then another guy uh, he looks my like, dad can't stand okay, my dad can't stand him Stephen Bates yeah too much personality too loud maybe yeah that happens uh, I, he seems alright he kind of winds up JK that's interesting that's a redeeming I factor yeah I don't mind that uh, but yeah, he said that part of it was they wanted to see him on the wing, see what he looked yeah. like, and also get him to have understanding of the game from a different right, angle, right. but also the utility factor. Okay. And it gives him a far greater chance of being in the 23. Okay. Which it does. Yeah, for sure. You know? He's If he's just a pure 12. The name Geordie as an outside back, though. Mm. Not as an inside back. But I don't. I think that's all. Smoke food, and mirrors, you reckon? 
I think mm-hmm. they've seen the, they've opened Pandora's box. They can't just yeah, they show them pullback every game. They've seen his cock and balls exposed, and they know where it should it's go. Out there. Yeah, totally. Uh, player that wasn't in it, Damian McKenzie. He's in make... the All Blacks fifteen. Yeah, how? Because there's a few guys who were in that one. Can they stop calling these teams the All Blacks? There's one All Black. <laughs> Grumpy old man. <laughs> <my throat. laughs> there are the All Blacks. Okay. There's only one All Blacks. Yeah, there's only one All Blacks. There's an All Black team. The Sevens team are not the All Black Sevens. All Black Sevens, Māori All Blacks. Māori All Blacks. Just, just the, the, the All Blacks. Call the Māori All Blacks something awesome. Like, I like, I really like Tō Wahini. Right. Um, the Black Ferns and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, give yeah. them a powerful Te Reo name. You know? Um, They're just doing the brand. Exactly. You know, it's a marketing thing. They're the All Blacks. Did you imagine saying, imagine meeting someone. You're... You know, you're a rugby fan, you're yeah. Irish or something, you go, you play for the All Blacks. Yeah. And they're like, well, the All Blacks 15. Yeah, All Blacks 15. All, yeah, because yeah, 15 guys for rugby, so you're All Black. Yeah, what? All Black 7s. They're like, yo, I see you're an inside flanker. No, 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 no. <laughs> I wasn't quite good enough to be an EPC player. So <laughs> oh, shots fired. Oh, no, shots I actually fired. big respect to the 7s players. Although we're not as good as we used to be. Under Titch. That's true. Mm. I don't follow sevens. I love sevens. Really? Yeah, I, honestly, I watch tiddlywinks if it's competitive. Like sevens is sevens is just so open. Yeah. It's like watching basketball, where it's just like, oh, they score and they score and they score and they score. But like, there are crucial moments to right. score. Like, like in a in basketball, like you want to get runs. Essentially, you want to score like, you know, twelve points to somebody else scoring two points. Right. You know, like and that. Is where the momentum swings, and right. then at the end of the game, like when you're three points ahead, you can and there's like, like the last two minutes in a basketball game can go for freaking yeah, just all the timeouts and stuff. But you can drop daggers, you know, like outside threes when the other team desperately needs to score. That's a dagger, and okay. you can do the same sort of thing. And you're like, when you're on the op- opposing team and they score a dagger, you're like, oh, but oh. when you're on top and you're like, eat it. It kind of it's just a real, it's an adrenaline sort of, okay. it's a ride. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So yes. sevens is similar. Yeah, it is. It is similar. Yeah. There we go. I plug a bit. It's okay. There we go. It's okay. Um, yeah. So I, I do like the sevens. Okay. And we had we had a plethora of brilliant players come through the seven systems. Would you like to name a few? That's all right. <laughs> you know, I'm the just trying to think like where I would like. Where would I put sevens in the scheme of things to watch? But you, do you watch the watch it? Do you watch the final? Ruby Toby came to the seven. I watched a little bit of the Olympics. Uh, like that's the level I'm at. Like I, I doesn't I, feel like rugby to you or what? I mean, to a degree. There's still some wicked skills. There's people three, getting burned on the outside. A lot of getting burned on the outside. But it's just I don't know. Three man um, scrums are always seem a, a bit, bit silly. Maybe because it's a bit like same samey for me. It's the same reason I don't get that much into league. I love the league. Yeah, I really rugby league world cups coming up right now this weekend. Get excited. Is it, is it really? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I said the All Blacks beat like Leeds, but like, they're not the All Blacks. The, the Kiwis. bloody Kiwis beat like 70s. Yeah, beat the, the Rhinos. Take that, Rhinos. Yeah, I'll be watching it. Okay. I could, it? I, would, I'd, I could record a podcast about the league. Is honestly. that right? I love the league, yeah. I love rugby more. Yeah. I've got a kind of, I think I've told you my analogy in terms of rugby and, and rugby league. Good before. rugby game is better than a league game, but a bad league game is better than a bad rugby game. Yeah, essentially. 
yeah. yeah. A bad game of rugby league, you're still going to get some hits. Right. You're going to get. You're not going to get reset scrums for half right. an hour. You're going to get ball and But play. a genuinely bad rugby union game can be just, dire. Just fucking rip my nuts <laughs> off, please. And like, choke yeah. me on my own <laughs> testicles. It can be really painful. It can be. And it's whenever you're like... I always find whenever I'm hyped about a game, that's when a game turns to shit. Right. Or whenever I'm like, hey, like some friends from overseas are coming around. Let's come, come right. watch the rugby. And, and they're like... <laughs> What, what's happening? Um, oh, this is just a 16th recent scrum. Like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But rugby can be incredible and has been incredible over the weekend. Anyway, back to the the squad. RTS is in there. RTS is in. McKenzie's not. Perifetta is still Perifetta in. still in. ALB's in. Fakatava, who hasn't had much game What'd you time. call me? He's still in there. But. Fuck my watch. DMAC, <laughs> TJ, Brad. These guys are all relegated to the All Blacks 15. I'm sorry. Okay. I got out of control. I was thinking that. Okay, fuck it, Tava. There we go. No he's, still, he's not getting any game time, but he's still there. Same yeah. with Fair So I reckon fuck it, Tava will... He'll start one of the games? I figure Finlay will start the um, Japan game, but he'll come on after 50 minutes. Right. And that'll be his biggest stretch of the tour. Okay. And that'll be similar to Pera Feta and RTS. They'll right. get their biggest game times. They might get us think into the twenty three mm. against Scotland. See how injuries go. Yeah. See how I mean, there's go. some big names in the All Blacks fifteen, man. Like I mentioned, TJ and Brad, like those guys are still trucking along. But they haven't done anything wrong over no, there. No, that's right. D Mac, like you mentioned. Oh. D- is D Mac suffering the Japan effect? Is it gonna just like you lose your place in the, the big order? It's sabbatical. Back in? Yeah. It's not a sabbatical if you go somewhere else and work. Not really. It's just you were trying to make some some, some of that sweet, sweet yen. Was his actually a sabbatical? I think he was just end of contract. Just he was end of contract with New Zealand rugby and then buggered off and then came back and was like, give me my job back. Give me some quiche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But he's been playing pretty well for the Waikato mm. who went down to the bay in the weekend. Mm. Yeah. Oh, do you want to bitch What happened to your harbour team? <laughs> oh, that was absolute... Oh, I don't often... I don't like to bitch about refs. Try not to bitch, bitch about referees. But there were two penalties at the end of that game, which are absolute nonsense. The, the one of them, there was a penalty for a guy getting over the ball and our player holding on. He wasn't supporting his body weight. I'm, I'm channeling Sean O'Sullivan and I'm channeling your father here. It was, it was clearly not a penalty. And then there was a guy coming in the side. The guy who penalised was nowhere near the freaking ball. Like, watch the replay. I might put it here, but I probably can't be asked. But, like... <laughs> It was, and that was the penalty that decided the game. Two bad penalties decided, like, because the game was decided in the eighty-first minute by a you know a, a kicker goal, and they were both bullshit. I was steamed. I was not. I really was not happy at home. I was, were you oh, a few beers in, or I was Friday. I'm oh, not too bad. Okay, not too bad. Oh, like, I'm always a few beers. In. <laughs> it's hard to find me when I'm not a couple in. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, I was not. I was not happy. You're an old. You're. I don't know. I'm not complaining. But did you see the game? I only saw the highlights. So you, do you, did you see the final penalty then? Yeah. And it was nonsense, wasn't it? No, it was. <laughs> it was nonsense. It was nonsense. You sack. <laughs> Perfectly legit. Oh, legit. Best, but that's heartbreaking. That's your entire season over an, a referee era. You know, a guy just. I don't think he was doing it on purpose. He just was an awful human being who was bad at his job. <laughs> Fucked up. Referee decisions. Yeah. Oh, God. 
Yeah. Because honestly, I get pretty steamed when it comes to Harbour because it's just a childhood That's your, that's, that's the team you connect it to with more than any other, like from your childhood, yeah. Because yeah. the Blues didn't exist back then. No, that's right. But anyway, and so they lost that and then they lost the bloody uh, shield from an unplayable position. So, an un- unplayable, unplayable, unlosable position. They right. were eight points up with 10 minutes to go. Well, they still so, not win it. But everybody who's a fan of them is going, oh, pretty good season. Because we did, they have an incredible, I could just, you gonna go? They have a great back three. Yeah, like Stevenson, Talia, and Stevenson. Yeah, I can see all of those guys in a black jersey. True. It might be the All Black Fifteen. I don't, I don't like Stevenson's shooter. Uh, I don't <laughs> like it. Shooter Stevenson. <laughs> oh, I can't stand it. Shooter again. Shooter. <laughs> He's been watching too much Happy Gilmore. For goodness like, sake, man. You know what my favorite line from Happy Gilmore is. What do you reckon? Good lines from Happy oh, There's a lot of them. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. lot. I've seen that movie many times. Shoot him again. Shoot him. Shoot him again. Seems to Happy Gilmore. I eat pieces of shit <laughs> like you for you eat shit for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good line. Yeah, that is a good line. I'll get in the hole. That's, oh, that's the oh. end. It's your home. <laughs> you do good for your home. <laughs> uh, He's still you. making movies. Yes, they're hit and miss though, aren't they? Like I can't G- say that I've seen one since. Hidden Gems is a great movie. I've seen, uh, what's that one where he's like the big brother? Like that's the last Adam Sandler movie I saw. Uh, big Daddy? Big Daddy, I think so. That's that a, like 1999. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I was like, right, I'm done. Didn't do Fifty First Dates? That's a nice... Oh, no, I actually have seen that one. That's no. a cute little yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, I have seen that one. You're right. Yeah. So we've uh, gone from rugby just uh, romantic Adam comedy Sandler. Uh, Adam Sandler films. Tatavale. Oli Jaeger, they're in the All Blacks 15 as well. Tavao's got some serious head injuries going on. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're playing Ireland A and the Barbas, so... Ireland A, so how strong is that team going to be? They're currently in South Africa. Well, it's, um, no, emerging Ireland is in South Africa. I thought that was a youth tournament. Going yeah, well, they're, that's like the the young Irish players are playing curry cup teams at the moment. Oh. They're doing all right. Yeah, right, small fries. Yeah. So, but every country at the moment seems to be wanting, they're like, shit, we don't have enough games to build depth before the World Cup. So you've got South Africa's got an A-side, the All Blacks have got the All Blacks 15, Ireland yeah. have got this emerging team. So, so everyone's we don't, doing we it. We don't usually have it. Yeah, the, the Wallabies A-side is in Japan right now, playing a Japan 15, which is more or less the Japanese regular so 15. So everyone's... From, we've gone from like that 2007, <laughs> 2003 model where we were just crazily resting and rotating players. Yeah. They're actually having these other teams. We need more games, basically. More and more time on the field. Yeah. All right. And these teams are... But you're still not going to be able to build combinations, but I guess you've got high level... The highest level rugby you can be playing at Yeah, basically. Time. They want them getting some kind of game time, so... Hmm. It's an interesting... Will we beat Ireland Day? With the All Blacks? Does anyone care? Does anyone care? People will watch it. You'll watch it. I'll watch it. You'll do a... Get the whiteboard out for it? Maybe. I would have gotten the whiteboard out for some of the other A games at the moment, but um, they're not all covered. Like Australia A versus Japan, that's not on here. It's all on Stan in Australia, but that's it. Yeah, right. I don't know what the interest levels are like, but they seem to be having some good games. Yeah. That's what we want to see. You watch European rugby over the weekend? I watched, tell you what, I watched Glasgow. I watched that one. I don't think I've ever watched that team play in my life. Play the Bulls. And I was thoroughly the impressed. The Warriors. With, I, was, I was thoroughly impressed with my second favourite Warriors team. Uh, my first would be the New Zealand Warriors playing in the NRL. Um, but um, not the Golden State Warriors. No, I don't like those buggers. Not the Utah Warriors in the MLR. No. <laughs> they play at Zion's Bank Stadium, I think. It's at oh, altitude. Holy moly! Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, well, I lied then. That wasn't interesting. 
no. What was amazing about that game? I am trained to understand a Bulls team. Mm-hmm. One thing, two things I know about Bulls team. Dominant up front. Yeah, and they don't wear pink. And they were. Bro, I've got a Bulls pink jersey from Super Rugby. Really? I don't like it. I don't like it. I. There's a couple of like I don't mind the color pink or anything like that, but I know every single one of those players was just like really. It's just the away strip. The Bulls have done funky away jerseys for a, for many a year. Who's buying? You're buying. People buy it. the away kit. I love kit? the pink kit. Why? It's just different. I've got to think about ugly jerseys. What was the French team that had a? Um, Stade Francais were pink. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's an interesting choice for me. Like I don't mind it as a color, but it's a masculine sort of. You know these blokes, yada yada yada, getting out there smashing each other. They're comfortable in themselves. They should be able. To I don't think they like it. I honestly don't. There's that one video, like a random rugby video, where um, Israel Dag and um, Dan Carter design kits. Have you oh, seen this video? No. And Dan Carter designs this baby blue number. Very. Sexy. If he fancies himself quite the. the f- it's yeah. not called a fashionista if it's a guy, is it? But he's a, he's a, he think he's a bit of a fashion guy, isn't fashion he? Fashion Mister. Um, you just made that up. I did, uh, but then um, Israel Dag did the pink, and okay. like two players picked the pink because right. they all uh, they then the whole squad had to pick afterwards. Right, two players picked the pink, and everyone else picked. The everyone blue. else picked it, picked the blue, and, and they because everyone followed Richie, and Richie was like, Ugh, Richie didn't even like multicolored boots. He only <laughs> wanted black boots. Yeah, yeah, I like that. He's a hard ass. I like that. Yeah, I quite like that Black Boot 2015 tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like, the, where like, the I think that's that's why Richie is maybe held in slightly higher regard than maybe a DC in New Zealand because he is like the... Quintessential. The quintessential Kiwi. Yeah. He still yeah, speaks as modestly as he can, even if he did have a movie made about him, which is yeah. a little bit self-indulgent, but the whole Black Boot Okay, thing okay. And, I'll be someone interviewing what you. What's your role playing? Oh, what's the year role playing? Were you a teacher? I love a little bit of role playing. Okay, okay, you, I'll be Richie. Okay. Okay, the pressure's off me then. Okay, and you interview me about why the movie was made. Okay, ask me a question. Okay, I'm <laughs> going to Richie. <laughs> Richie, you got a new movie out. What was the uh, what was the inspiration behind this? Oh, look, I don't really know, but uh, like some people approached me, and they're good people, and. So would you like to make a bit of a film? And like, I've never really seen myself as a bit of a Hollywood guy, but hey, uh, the why not, eh? Let's we'll give it a bash. Why not? He's so full of shit. <laughs> His missus reckons that he is so... A, he, would, he would never like say, I did it for... He no, won't, he, he won't bit, say that. Because he did it for a truckload of cash. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but anyway, like, nah, give me nah. the bash, yeah, you yeah. know, that sort of thing. He's a very competitive guy, apparently. His missus yeah. said that, like, if you're going to the door to, like, put your shoes on and get out, he'll be like, I can put my shoes on before you can, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, was that in his GAB? Yeah, it was in one yeah, of his, yeah. um, one of his, yeah. Gab. Um, I'll tell you a story. Um, I have actually successfully done an impression of Richie McCaw, where okay. somebody actually thought I was Richie McCaw. No way. So I worked as the challenge coordinator on The Apprentice New Zealand. Oh, God. Terry Serapiso. New Zealand reality television. Yeah, I was involved. Um, and he was the guest star, him and Ali Williams were that week. And one team had Ali Williams, uh, which is a bogey prize. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Ali. And the other team had Richie McCaw, and they they got to take him to the supermarket and basically sell as much water as they possibly could. It was basically right. a challenge or something along those lines, or raise as much money. Right. And they um, 
they said, oh, uh, they needed to shoot like uh, somebody on the other end, pretend, uh, you know, feeling like they're actually talking to Richie McCall. Okay. So they they got given a number, and they said, we don't actually have <laughs> Richie McCall on hand. Tony, you need to pretend to be Richie McCall. And they rang me up, and I was like, yeah, g'day. How you doing? <laughs> and then they were like, um, yeah, look, I just wanted to make sure you're going to be there for three o'clock on Sunday. I was like, yeah, 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 should be right. We've got a ride sorted. You'll be right. And then the, the the woman who's actually organizing the challenge, her name was Linda Slade. Okay. Quite a by the way. Okay. Um, and um, she said, what, what are you going to be wearing? <laughs> like, because they wanted to know what kind of challenges and right, stuff they right, could, right, could right, do. Right, 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 right. And um, I said, ah, just probably a pair of jeans, I'd say. <laughs> Oh, and she's gracious. like, okay, right, and we'll see you there. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. And like, <laughs> so they filmed her, like, like yeah, it looked yeah, like yeah, she yeah. was talking to Richard McCoy, and she... She bought into she it. She bought into it, yeah, and yeah. then he turned up with shorts. So, uh, yeah, he, and she was like, you're not wearing jeans. <laughs> He's like, of course I'm not wearing jeans. Why do I wear yeah, jeans? Exactly, well, we had that conversation. Yeah. Nice. So then I, I came clean to her later. Okay. Yeah. Ah, I was going to yeah. say, does this person still not know, but they don't know. Okay. They know. They know. Anyway, I don't know. We were talking about the Glasgow and the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we got into this. I'm sorry. Okay, so Glasgow and the Bulls. But yeah, the the Glasgow um outmuscled them. They did. I didn't see Unusual. that. Unusual. No. I did not see that. Glasgow's coming. a weird team and that they will pretty much win every game at home and lose every game away. Oh wow. I, that's not a good team to, it's a hard team to that's support. That's a hard team to support. I guess you show up to the home games, yeah, you'll be yeah. entertained. Yeah. Uh question for you. They're on a 4G pitch. Is that? Oh, ones that cuts them up, yeah? Yeah, there's yeah. a few of the teams up in the Northern Hemisphere who play on the old artificial turf. Yeah. We don't get that much of it here. No, bugger all. Only college rifles in the club game play on artificial Why pitch. Why would you do yeah, it? Just because it's low maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. But in Auckland, there's not really an excuse not to grow grass. Yeah. We, we can grow grass in New Zealand. One thing we're good we've at. We've got lots of rain. Sheep and grass. It's green pretty much all year yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Question though, was that the first overseas team that has beaten a South African, South African team? team yes, but then somebody else did it the same week. Oh, oh, Leinster beat the Sharks. Oh, smashed them. Yeah, they pumped 34. them. That was a crazy game. Yeah. yeah. What happened? Give me the ups and downs of that game. There's one mental try. Even Etzebeth is playing now for the Sharks. He signed for them, but he wasn't playing yet because he's right. still with the Bockies. So. Right. Um, yeah, they've got a few big guns to come back the Sharks, so it's far from their full strength side, but mm. they scored a bunch of tries. They scored one where I think it was like a kick return, and there's uh, Thakia Abrams. He just kicks it through, regathers it, kicks it again, and manages to like one-handed tap it down mm. before he gets covered. It's just highlight real stuff. So Two players I like to look at, look at from the Gloucester team. Gloucester. Uh, Gloucester. Glasgow. 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 But Gloucester, yeah, I'm sure they're good too. Uh, Glasgow. <laughs> They've got a Scotsman play for them. Yeah. Uh, Hastings, Gloucester. Uh, I think his name George Horn. Liked the halfback? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Fagerson. I liked Which the one? Matt or Xander? The prop or the... I the think break? it was Xander. The guy who scored the try. The Matt. The, the yeah. Lucy. He got man of the match. Uh, yeah, he looked pretty quality around the park. There's two fa- He's a good player. He was... You know yeah. how stressed I've been about saying his name correctly? Because you slip on, a, on one of those vowel sounds... You're in all kinds of trouble. You're in a big... You're getting cancelled. No, but Matt's a good player. Yeah, he's a very good player. He's been like playing for Scotland for a wee while. He's a genuine unit of a man. High work rate. My other sort of initial sort of feelings about what I'm getting to grips with with the URC. Mm-hmm. Wales team's really struggling. 
South mm. African teams wildly on top. Like having the Scarlets mm. and looked Scarlets got half penny and then yeah. Bismarck Duplessis is still playing. <laughs> yes. This uh, when I watch Northern Hemisphere, I, for half the time it's like it's like a family reunion. I'm like that guy. <laughs> he's still there. <laughs> still there. You're like Leonardo in the yeah. GIF where he's like pointing at the <laughs> yeah. TV. Yeah, I did that. But yeah, yeah he's um yeah he. Slightly less here than he used to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was still pretty solid. He got a try, didn't mm. he? Yeah, he came off yeah. the bench and scored a try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good game. Half penny playing for the Scarlets. Yeah, Scarlets are still winless. And but yeah, yeah the, the Welsh teams are a bit like the Aussies when they were rubbish at Super Rugby and that, like, yeah. they, their teams couldn't win Jack, but they could still feel the competitive international side. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, the yeah. Welsh are still, I mean, they've been a bit up and down on a whimper back. But Cardiff could, Blues are generally half decent how are they travelling I mean they won they beat the Scarlets okay, so right. the, the only Welsh win of the weekend came against another Welsh side so it's bloody hard being Welsh the Dragons lost to Benetton your woman are holding you up at the moment they got a clutch win they did Absolutely if you're a Welsh clutch. fan you'd be happy with the women's game right yeah. now the UIC was a little bit of a struggle no uh, the, the, so Benetton and Zebra they look like they suck balls Benetton won Benetton beat the Dragons. Zebra, they look Zebra like have not won a game. Yeah. Right. But they're genuinely the better than last year, which is So Zebra is the Italian word for zebra? I'd I imagine. believe so. My Italian is about zebra. Are there any Zebras in Italy? I don't think there is. I wouldn't have thought so. Strange name. I don't, I don't get those ones. You know where you call... I guess Tigers, Balmain Tiger. People call themselves the Tigers. What have we got? Blues, Chiefs... Hurricane. Well, there's no hurricanes in Wellington, but it's windy. It's that's why they did. That's where they went for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's not hurricane level winds. It's just bloody windy. It's just inconveniently windy. And the Christchurch, they call the Crusaders, and there are a lot of racist people. <laughs> Christchurch, there really are. There really are a lot of racist people down there. A lot of great people. If you're from Christchurch and you're watching this. You might be a racist, and if you are, I don't like you. But if you might be a great person, a great New Zealand, great city, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> crap stadium you need a new stadium yeah get a new stadium 100% actually I do I've had a lot of great times down there I've only yeah. been once oh I could not tell you how many times I've been there um, it changed it was like so different pre and post quakes right so different I only went post quake pre quake it was like the strip the strand whatever you call it like great little nightlife spot mm. on the Avon it was, it was okay. cool did you punt I have. I did okay. punt once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the, the river. No, yeah, yeah, no, I did. I punted with a guy. <laughs> you punted with a guy? I did. It was a dodgy situation. Can I tell you about it? <laughs> with your small balls. <laughs> tell me about it. I punted with a guy who was quite clearly a, 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 a homosexual. And a great guy. And it was a friend of mine. And then we went punting. And like, I felt like he thought it was on. Like he could make a move. He could make him move. I think guys generally think it, it's on. He was one of those gay guys who thinks like he think could turn when, you. When I was single, and he couldn't turn me. And when I was single, awkward. if I went with a, a female friend punting, I would probably be half <laughs> thinking, this might be on here. I swear that's just a thing. Yeah. It's just like a chick. Like a, if you're checking a friend hits on you. That's what I'm just saying. Like yeah. I probably was that guy. Like uh, when I was a younger man, there's probably some girls like, Jesus, this guy thinks it's on. Mark, it's, it's not on. You always think it's on. You yeah, always yeah. think it's on. You've got to have that confidence. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, dear. Um, I also watched the Lions play Edinburgh. The Lions got up. Lions are the looking Lions, The Lions, good. surprisingly, like, since they were the top of Super Rugby, they just lost 
all their players have they? I haven't overseas. Like Michael Marks used to play for the Lions. Yeah. He went to Japan. Um, like, oh God, I can't even name all their players. Just, they lost the majority of the players either to other South African teams or they lost their coach. Ackerman went overseas. Like that whole squad Just who made gutted. multiple Super Rugby finals, they all left. Yeah, because I see Ren Lou, like, um, when his he's video, a Lions fan. Yeah, yeah, I see that. And he posts videos. He's like, uh, he gets nervous when they have new talent. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just the next someone's going to steal it. Yeah. The next player's going to get stolen. But they're actually doing surprisingly well. I mean, Edinburgh, since they built that new stadium, Plucky. they used to play at Murrayfield, and it was horrendous. It's like watching the Blues sometimes play at Eden Park, where it's just yeah. like so empty. It's cavernous. Yeah. But they built a little, I forget what it's called, dam something. Next to basically like uh, the Twickenham Stoop, it's next to the main ground, like Cardiff Arms uh, Park is next yeah, to the principality. Yeah, yeah. They got this little stadium, they've only been beaten there once since they opened it's the little, ground, which was last year. Little fortress, the only one in Maine, it is, yeah. And then the Lions just come in, the, the least fancy to the South African teams, and they get a win. Mm. Edinburgh's kind of at sixes and sevens this year, they're one and three. And they're meant to be... They're meant to be decent. They made the playoffs last year. How's, how how the Stormers are They're the champs, aren't they? Stormers are the champs. They are one of only two unbeaten teams in the URC. They're tracking pretty well. I want to ask you a question about the Premiership. Why are all the teams broke? And what's the difference between the Wasps staying up and what was the team that got... Worcester. Rele- Worcester got relegated, but they Worcester... basically got both and got into administration. Why have... Worcester's gone into administration, so they are, all their games have been canned. I think Wasps are about a week away from administration, yeah. so they've got like a winding up order. So but they're they... not going to get... They're not going to get relegated. It's already the... Have they said that? I think... Yeah, I think they've been making moves. Lawrence Delalia, who's on the board for the Wasps. Yeah, but he's a bit of a dick. Mm. You heard it here first. Lawrence Delalia... He's you a didn't hear that here first. <laughs> I think lots of people are. Um, his commentary is like, if I could just go on a wee tangent. Go for it. I don't. He's I, like I never go on tangents. He's like the ultimate. Past. Just like I'm a rugby player and I haven't kept up with jack shit, but I'm just gonna say some stuff and people are gonna go with it because I'm Lawrence Delaney. That's his. Is, he's just poor. So he's basically like even the way he watches the game, he's watching it like it's 2003. Yeah. Basically, he's like Clive Woodward. That's yeah. my read on him. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that he's just like, well, it's the same situation as Worcester, but we're a bigger club, so they should keep us up. Yeah, right. It's just a box. You, if you're, you're not a big club if you've got no money. How, like, I don't, this is one thing I don't quite get. One thing I've been really impressed with um, about watching the Premiership games in the URC weather, URC weather, URC games is, that's what I'm talking about. The weather looks been, for a lot of the games, have been looking lovely. A lot of these balmy games, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Well, they're coming out of summer, yeah, so you know, early autumn games. Yeah, it It gets worse. Yeah, it does. I know that. Um, I loved it over there. I know. It gets worse. <laughs> it's awful. Um, and that's been great to see all that sort of stuff. And great crowds. Pretty. The like, Premiership, especially, I think, gets really good crowds. The URC can be a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. Um, but it also stadium sizes. Yeah. They don't play in 30, 30 40,000 seaters. They play in like a 10,000 yeah, seater or North, maybe at most like 20,000 seaters. North Harbour Syndrome. Oh. Yeah, because they've got yeah. Twickenham or, you know, the Aviva. Yeah. They've got the one big fuck-off stadium which seats you all the can. people. Yeah. And that plays all the international games. Whereas yeah. we, we're like, every crowd needs to have an international once a year. So we need four 40,000 seaters or whatever they are. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a bit silly. And I quite like the... And, I like a little, little... Internet grounds. Neighbourhood ground. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, 10,000 people at Eden Park feels dead. But, but 10,000 10, people... But 10,000 people will be pumping. Feels pumping. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 10,000 people when they used to... Do, only with the main was the House of Pain, because it was just freaking... 
a bunch of rabid people, as rabid as they can possibly get when they come to Takapuna. You know, like it's... Takapuna. Takapuna. My local stomping grounds growing up. Is that right? Yeah, I'm a shore boy. Okay. I grew up in Glenfield, though, so uh, blue-collar uh, North Shore. Sure. Um, yeah, so the, my question was, like, so got great great crowds. Mm. They all seem to have a ton of merch. They're yeah. All, they're all kitted to, the, kitted to the nines. We've all been through COVID. Mm-hmm. Why the heck are all these teams broke? They're all running at a deficit, like... Yeah, all, all the English teams seem to have big bills or tax yeah, bills yeah, yeah. or whatever it is yeah i don't know they're all they're all severely in the red there's a there's a difference with the urc and the premiership and all the premiership teams i think are privately owned whereas most of the urc teams at least like the welsh ones and the, i know the irish ones are like yeah. they're like new zealand they're they're, they're linked in they with get, the, the national setup so other float by the nzr of but they don't get anything from the rfu yeah whereas in england it's fully private that's why there's always the loggerheads issues with like you know they want to move the international windows and it encroaches on the premiership season yeah, so that the yeah. club owners are like fuck off we don't want to move what well, is a successful thing for me because you know i've got no obligations to you you know we're kind of fully separate entities so yeah it's dangerous a dangerous situation over there mm. yeah wow yeah but i think some of the clubs are doing all right yeah right. hopefully they um do you reckon they're gonna there's gonna be some dead clubs clubs that just die and it yeah. might that's I mean, it. Worcester's never... That's happened. Worcester's not a big club. Like, I mean, yeah. I would say with all due respect, like, since I've been following the Premiership, they're always bottom three, you know, yeah. they're always in the, the lower competition in Europe. They don't sell out their ground. I mean, I love watching them. They still play some cool rugby, but... Yeah, right. Yeah, they've just... And that's it. Once it's done, it's done. Once it's done. It seems like they're owners. I mean, I, I speak only with what we've seen on social media and, like, reports coming out, but it seems like the owners just a bunch of wankers yeah right sounds yeah. like uh, just going by social media and uh, what yeah. you're saying that uh, I, I, don't, I don't have any, uh, <laughs> any no but I I've heard, I saw an interview with the captain real young guy or something mm. saying do you have questions for the owners in terms of what they've done he said oh absolutely yeah exactly but no one is able to ask them yeah it seems like they used to have a I don't really know but it seems like they used to have an owner who was like a I think a bit of a sugar daddy no, ran the no, club no. and like put his, put his heart and soul into it and that's then these two other guys took it over and have seemingly run it into the ground but that's only what I'm going if off if you're buying you know a professional sports team just to make a stack load of cash it's probably it's, not the wisest it's a long shot it's not a great investment you just got to do it because you love the code and mm. you know hopefully you can build them up to that stage mm. speaking of buying stuff yes rugby pass oh yes we bought totally by world that. rugby did do, do you know this? Can, can I regale you with the story of Rugby Pass? How, regale? How, how, how long have we got? Well over time, but regale. Like, can you do that hand gesture again? Regale me. Regale your way. So regale. Rugby Pass used to be the ultimate sports rugby streaming platform. They had fucking everything. Yeah. They had all the international Six Nations Rugby Championship, all the July and November tours. They had top 14 Super Rugby. Fucking everything. Grab a VPN. It's all Grab a VPN. It was on. Yeah. But then Sky New Zealand bought them and gutted the streaming service Cut and the made them into kind of a premium news site. I once emailed them because I used to do some writing for Rugby Dump. Right. I said, um, yeah, I do some lame writing about yeah. rugby and dick jokes. Uh, do you want me to do And they were like, oh, yeah, we'll get in touch. Maybe. And then none of those. I did some videos for them when I was first starting out and they were not owned by Sky and they were pretty cool. Yeah, right. But then they got bought by Sky. They what get... kind of videos? Did you, was it your whiteboard stuff? Yeah, whiteboard yeah. stuff. Because yeah, the guy yeah. was just like, look, we, uh, we've got our streaming, but we want to build our library of content, so we just yeah. we just need anything, basically. So it doesn't matter if it's shit. So, so they said yesterday, they said, 
I'll just check this. This is pre Sky though. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Sky buys them, seemingly guts them and turns them into a mainly they, news site. And they then they have got their pay. Because, because they knew that f- people would just be like VPN. VPN, yeah, basically. Because Sky dies. Yeah, without yeah. rugby. Sky New Zealand. We also is. need to get onto it. But I'm going to keep you regaling me on this with, with Rugby Pass. But Sky getting the rights to the Rugby World Cups. Well, that, that's the thing. They've essentially traded... Seemingly, they haven't got the full details of the deal, but they've essentially traded Rugby Pass, the website, for the rights to 2023 through to 2029 Rugby World Cups. Ugh! Dinosaurs will die! Come on, let them just die a death. I'm sick of Sky. Really? Uh, they've got all the rugby. Yeah, but they're dead. They're nothing without it. They have barely any of the cricket anymore. Like, And they're just like absolute lackeys. Like, they just... That's that are lackeys. One point I want to raise is, because World Rugby is going to own Rugby Pass... Yeah. You lose all your journalistic objectivity it's when like, you are going to potentially say something against the owners. You just mentioned the fact that New Zealand Rugby owns a stake in Sky New Zealand, who's our, our broadcaster over here. Yeah. Whenever Fozzie... Go for example, goes on the breakdown. Yeah, they ask him the most softball soft questions. Even when he was wildly under the pump, I remember Goldie did an interview with him. How he's like, everything's going great, and <laughs> he's like, you know, it's a marker in the ground. And he's like, I've been an All Black. I know when it's tough. Yeah, and like one thing I know about this team is I know you can rebuild it. And that's yeah, what things I would. I mean, maybe I'm being cynical, but that's what's going to happen with Rugby Pass being over World Rugby. It's just yeah. going to become the mouthpiece for. Yeah, it's it's basically like what Fox News is to the Republican Party. Yeah, yeah. It's just a mouthpiece of it, and like yeah, it's it's similar to what when a, when the police do a police investigation on a police incident. incident yeah. you know that it's all a bit incestuous. A hundred percent. Like, I, I you may even go into it with honest intentions. But, but like, rugby in their statement, I forgot to write it down. Wrote something like, "We're not looking to change the editorial approach." But like they do, you can't not. They report on a scandal by somebody on the executive board. Yeah. Somebody cheats on somebody's wife yeah. or something like that. They're going that's it's rugby interest anywhere else no one's going to want to bite the hand that feeds them exactly exactly you know rugby players who you know unfortunately do domestic abuse yeah, or whatever it's going to be swept under the rug or at least spun in a more positive way head injuries yeah. like going forward yeah we, that's what's a little bit troubling about it so that's why two cents rugby and distracted sports fully independent yes 100% can't be bought for for a small amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, Some people have asked me, like, would you like to go work for Sky? And genuinely, no. Nah, nah. I don't think I would like to go work for Sky. I like, because I, I, I've worked in television before, I like that hustle and bustle of actual production, television okay. production. It's quite fun. Right. But I don't, I, I wouldn't want to change what yeah. I do. That's the I'd thing. like, okay, can you... You would me, have to fit in with their mold, which I would on, hate. Put me on at 11.30 and let me say, f*** dick shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you'll be fine. Yeah. But they're going to tone you down. Yeah, exactly. You won't be Tony yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just be some... Uh, you'll be diluted uh, sports. Yeah. <laughs> diluted sports. Basically. <laughs> You're watching diluted sports. <laughs> Subscribe. Um, dear, dear. No, yes, it's, it's, a, it's a weird old thing, but I mm. guess... I guess you know, there, there are still people like us. There's still people like Squidge. Uh, Squidge has been mm. tweeting about that all day. I actually said to him, better watch out, mate. They'll come for your channel. Right. And he, re- and he responded back going, for what it's worth, uh, I would never sell. Mm. And I was like, that's a... 
Good for you, mate. And I, I do believe him. Everyone's got a price. Everyone's got a price. Everyone's yeah. got a price. Exactly. But nah, I wouldn't. I don't think I would like to go work for those guys. No. Because, yeah, I like being able to just say what I want to say. Yeah, but you don't say anything wildly. True, but like, I don't have to think about that. No, I just exactly. say whatever I want. Yeah, exactly. And if you also with Sky TV, you go, okay, look, so my schedule is going to be, I've got to drop off the kids. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, you've got to you've got to, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you've got to come to work. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. I don't go You have to work with JK. I don't no. go to work. JK's yeah. a nice guy, I think. But Yeah. yeah. I like JK. I like JK um, more than I like Goldie's coverage. I think Goldie is a, a legit um, shell. shell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He He's super softball, yeah. you know. And I think part of that is probably he's a former All Black, but also part of it he knows he's done bloody well at Sky TV. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whatever. When he came on to the scene, you know who kept on getting stepped further and further back? Old TJ, Tony Johnson. Uh, I used to really like watching Reunion back in the day. True. I thought he was. It was a good coverage, like just like wrap yeah, up show. Kind yeah, of thing. really good wrap up mm. show. And he was a re- quality, quality broadcaster. Yeah, old, true. Old TJ. They like having the former players now. It's become more of a thing. Like it used to be, there was a mix of like journalists and former players. One chick and three former players is basically it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with the chick. No, Um, she's good. Yeah. What's it? Kirsty Stanaway. I shouldn't call her the chick. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just mean more like that's the formula. Yeah, that is that is legit what it is, and it's not just Sky. I think in in South Africa on Supersport, it's like there's I forget her name starts with an M, but she's the journalist, and she's got like three. Dudes, yeah, like three former Springboks players. It's just that's the format. I think even on the BBC, it's like a female um, reporter and then like three former players. But they are starting to get more women's players on the panels as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind that. It's been interesting. Just can we swing back to the women's World Cup for a moment? Sure. You have to edit this. So this is all I did. Really. So how long have you gone? Be a while. It'll be a little while now. Yeah, let's wrap it up after this. Just one comment though, in and around um, the women's World Cup. Mm. Every single referee has been a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Lovely, love a bit of diversity. Really do a big fan of it. Um, but not every decision has been a great one, and not every referee has been a referee that is good enough to be a, a World Cup referee. A World Cup referee. So, like the coaches, well, are like the Holly one. Davidson. Yeah. She's I think like, she's the better, best Scott. But there's only one Scottish male I'm, referee I'm, who's no, refereeing. He's awful. I've got no problem. Like one thing I've noticed is there's been some really weird advantages. Like if it's a if it's a penalty advantage, you let it go for ages. Mm. But there's been a number of referees who have done a knock on advantage for yonks <laughs> for ages, and it's like a knock on advantage is meant to be like half a phase, basically. Basically, how how far you would have gotten from yeah, the scrum, exactly. if which you, is if not you, far. If you can recycle the ball. That's it. That's it. It's over. And then they go, no, 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 we're going to go back for it. And you're like, it's a knock on. What the mm. heck are you doing? So, like, it's great that there's, I know it's a women's World Cup and all that sort of stuff when I celebrate women's rugby. But these women, these athletes, deserve to have the best possible referees. And the referees that they're getting are the best possible referees. You know? So I thought that was a bit of, mm. it's a bit weird. It's a slightly controversial take. Mm. 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 I don't know what the thinking is there I mean, other than the, just that's women's World Cup women's referees yeah right. I mean I guess they need more exposure yeah. like they need more games they don't get that many men's games there's been the odd like URC one and whatnot that's been refereed by a woman but it's still pretty few and far between mm. Mm. I don't mind getting a woman referee if they're good enough to be oh I don't standard, care who it's all good but they are just got to be good enough yeah for sure and, and if the it's refereeing a was just a bit a bit iffy around the place mm. not quite as bad as the North Harbour Auckland, Auckland game who was the referee for that one? I think he was a pretty high-level guy, actually. I okay. I've forgotten his name. 
Oh, I can't. I can picture him. He's got a very punchable face. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, that's it. We've been going for yorks. Like, there's like no, been, there's been no rugby championship on, and we've talked for probably longer than we have. We have. I was very excited by the Women's World Cup. I really. Uh, this is something about a World Cup. Yeah, it's great. And uh, I think this is just really special. Watch it. Please do. You know? Yeah. Last time we finished with you with a huge bombshell that your father tried to have sex with your grandmother. Have you got anything else of that ilk? Well, my, my parents did actually listen to that uh, podcast there and decided, they decided, so they decided to correct oh, the story. Part two. So part two is apparently that it was, I, may, I, may have, I may or may not have said that it was at a bar. Apparently it wasn't at a bar, it was at a dance hall. We don't do dance halls anymore. Was there an alcohol served? No, there was no alcohol what? being served. So it was an alcohol-free dance hall. So Holy Moses. There maybe is credence to the possibility that genuinely men would ask women to dance with no thought of anything else now that doesn't no. compute with no. my knowledge no. of no. any man that i've ever met but the um, fact that your parents meet there and they kindled a romance that shows you what that, that's what it's there for yeah exactly it's there for people to <laughs> smash nasties so yeah my parents didn't appreciate it <laughs> That story. Um, Interestingly, it was mum who had more of an issue with it than dad. I think dad would just go like, yeah, whatever, son. Uh, <laughs> Busted. <laughs> but mum was like, no, 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 that's not how it went down. I'm so sorry. Maybe mum. I'm sorry, mum. Maybe mum was just like, no, he's just here for a dance. He's just uh, genuine guy. She's a lovely woman, isn't she? Yeah, she's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm never mum. Hello. Uh, I just waved to the camera for you guys listening on Spotify or Google Podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Or well, you said, hey, mum. So they kind of. I also waved. Yeah. He did wave. Hello, Mrs. Morgan. I also waved. I'd like to add that too. We both waved. Anyway, another cracking podcast. That's Episode it. Episode number six. Yes. Well done, um, sir. So we, we should catch you. I think we should keep on covering some women's stuff. We'll up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's going to get more and more intense. Once, well, like I said, we've got England, France this week, but also as they, we get to the, the knockout stage, it's going to be brutal. On average, for these podcasts, we we get, it's not a huge amount of viewers, but we get between five and 6,000 viewers, I'd say, okay. for most podcasts for these, when we put them up as a podcast. I'm going to title this one Ladies Night, right? Okay. okay I want to, do you reckon that's going to be like, we're going to get maybe 1,500 views for titling it Ladies Night and putting like Ruby Tui or something on the, on the thumbnail? I would go with World Cup if I was trying to attract attention personally. But can I go? Oh, but Ladies Night is. <laughs> go on, if your heart's set on Ladies Night, go with Ladies Night. Ladies Night World Cup edition. There you go. Okay, right. And then I might. We'll we did what... also talk about the Bulls, though. We did. And um, the All Blacks. Bull, Black Bulls, Ladies Night. Something along those lines. Well, I'll find something snazzy to put together. Good man. All right. Well, uh, subscribe to uh, Mark from Two Cents Rugby. And this guy and listen Tony uh, from if you've, watched, if, Sports. if you've watched this whole thing on YouTube and you enjoyed it so much that you just want to relive it but you don't want to see our faces again you can listen to this at Spotify iHeartRadio uh, iTunes Google App- Podcasts Apple Podcasts I think it's oh yeah we forgot about Apple yeah, yeah I think Apple Podcasts and iTunes basically oh is that right I, think it's basically I don't do the Apple products and probably right. anywhere else your Stitcher wherever else you find your iTunes you probably can find us thank you so much for listening just take care folks Hi, da. See you well. See you.